Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. Welcome to EdTech in the Classroom, a brand new podcast from TeacherCast here designed to help you guys make the best decisions for technology in your classrooms for your students. And of course, this show today is all about making the best decisions in EdTech for your classrooms. We have a great show just for you. Our topic today is all about choosing the right ed tech for your classroom. Uh, Many of us out there are in uh, decision-making positions where we just want to find the best technology for our students, but there's so much stuff out there. Some things are free, some things are freemium, some things are paid. How do we do it? What do we find? And where do we go to get the information to make the right decisions? My guests today have the best answer for that. I want to bring on today a gentleman who is an educator and an entrepreneur and the co-founder of a fantastic company called Learn. I want to bring on Carl Rectanis. Carl, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Thank you so much. Uh, Now, we're talking all about a great platform called Learn Platform that's designed to help educators find, choose, and really put the right technology in the hands of the teachers. Talk to us a little bit about what Learn Platform can do. Yeah, that's right, Jeff. So when I was a teacher and then as an administrator, you know, I was challenged by the same questions that were, you know, a lot of teachers and administrators are still challenged by. Which tools are best for my students, uh, for my needs, for my budget? Um, we started Learn Platform a few years ago. It is an education technology management and rapid cycle evaluation system to help uh, so that teachers and uh, their organizations can organize, streamline, and then rapidly analyze the impact of their technology. Uh, it is uh, used by about 100,000 teachers around the country. It's taken off quite quickly. We work closely uh, with, uh, with about 3,000 different schools, districts, states, and higher ed institutions uh, to bring actionable research and the types of insights that teachers and administrators already have and are sharing quickly together to help inform instructional, operational, and budget decisions. So let's talk a little bit about this, right? If you're looking for information here, it's learnplatform.com. Talk to us a little bit about what we can expect here, right? Because I know most people out there, when they want to find technology for their classrooms, they do what every other educator does, and they go to social media. Why is this different? Sure. So for teachers, Learn Platform will feel like a research-based trip advisor, Right. They can see and share their experiences with uh, 5,000 different ed tech products and tools. It's the most comprehensive product library in the country. And then for schools and districts who uh, subscribe to Learn Platform, they can actually do things like manage which tools are uh, approved or allowed across their school or district. They can more easily uh, organize sort of all the different tools and contracts, and they can, you know, do things like manage pilots, procurement, or even rapid cycle evaluations to figure out what's moving the needle for kids. So there's something there for individual teachers to be able to find real data that's useful for teachers. Um, Social, uh, just what you find on social media, 
and uh, and for administrators and organizations to streamline uh, their processes more quickly too. So we have a great platform here which helps us make these decisions based upon data. I think the question that people ask here is, but does it really work? And to answer that question, I want to bring on the lead instructional technology facilitator for Union County Public Schools, Casey Rimmer. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for joining us today. It is such a pleasure to have you on the show. Talk to us a little bit about your experiences here. Why... Why is important? Why is it important here to be using something like Learn Platform? Why can't we just go to Facebook and ask questions? So, so Jeff, I think that um, our district was experiencing some some really crazy things, and um, we identified that we are having some problems. And Learn has been able to solve all those problems for us. Some, for example, some of the issues that we are having, right, is that we didn't really have a good way to determine what products were okay to use in our district and to purchase from our schools and what products were not okay. And and when I say approved, that could be based on the terms of service or the privacy policy or if it would work with um the devices that we have in our district, if they were compatible, things like that. We didn't have a really clear plan. And I think part of the reason that happened is because we started buying digital resources quickly, right? Because we started progressing in our one-to-one environment and we were saying, well, we need more digital. We need more digital. We need more digital. But we didn't really have a plan when we started buying all these products or seeking out all these products. And afterwards, we had all these products and they weren't very organized. Nobody really had a clear idea of what we had and what was possible. And that's really how we got started with Learn was kind of creating this inventory and and saying, this is what we promote in this district. This is what we support in this district. And this is what we'll work to continue to use in this district. And that list is growing so quickly. But that was really the first purpose that we had for Learn. And it helped immensely because we kind of had a wild west. So here we have a platform where school districts can organize and plan for their futures. Is this a platform where teachers would sign in to find out some of this information? Or is this a, you know, tech coach, uh, curriculum, tech director, administrative type of a panel here, Carl? It's free for individual teachers to sign up on their own at learnplatform.com. And they'll join uh, our community across the country of teachers sharing their experiences. And they'll learn a lot. But uh, within districts like Casey's uh, in Union, they sign in directly to Union County's instance where they get district-level data. Casey, you could probably tell a little bit more about what it means to have single sign-on for your teachers you know, and, and what they have visibility to. Absolutely. So with the, the teachers having the access to our community, that's where they can see what's approved for our district, right? When teachers have an individual account or they access it individually, they can see kind of that TripAdvisor piece that Carl was talking about earlier. But with the district subscription, I'm able to tag things as this is approved, this is not approved, this is approved, but you're on your own for support. Kind of, we tier our approvals and and we can identify the privacy statements and things like that in that in in our neighborhood or our system, our community, whereas you can't do that in the the public version. Now, is Learn Platform just for premium apps or does it support everything out there, both free, paid and anything under the spectrum? 
everything. So I joke, I joke with Carl that, um, you know, one of the things that we put into place for our approval process is that in order for finance to process a PO, it has to be approved and learn. And we have some very obscure additions to the library, like wrestling tournament software that technically our finance people will not approve for purchase because it's not in learn. So I, I send them a message and they, they're adding to their library every single day, I'm sure, because it's a fast moving list of tools out there. Now, Casey, talk to us a little bit about your school district. How many, how many staff members do you have? Um, we have over 2000 certified teachers. Um, and 42,000 students. So we're rather large. I say we're large. Um, I, I recently have been um, talking with some much larger districts and they make me feel a little bit smaller, but we're one of the top largest districts in North Carolina. We have 53 school sites. Wow. Now I would imagine that by using Learn Platform here, you have been able to not only streamline the tech that's in the schools, in the classrooms, but also help streamline your budget because you're able to choose the best platform and then implement it to all of those school buildings. How has Learn Platform worked with your bottom line in dollars and cents here? So one of the things that we can do with Learn as we can evaluate through the rapid cycle evaluation, we can identify who's using the product, who is getting the most bang for their buck, right? We kind of correlate the usage data with achievement scores and we can say students who use this tool for this amount of time you know are are showing that they're trending that they're doing better on assessments so we we use that to kind of say i I use the term bang for our buck right so we want to know every financial person in a school district should be able to say to every purchase that's being made in a district but what does it do for student teaching and learning and for achievement? And, and so this has kind of been able to define that return on investment very clear for us in all our digital resource investment. So, so how does that work? Like what, I, what I'm hearing you guys say is you're able to use Learn Platform to figure out what technology is being used. Let's say I go to Learn Platform and I, and I choose, uh, give me an example of something that, you, that you're using with Learn Platform right now. Myon. Myon. A a fantastic application. Does Myon connect to Learn Platform so that way Learn Platform knows how many times it gets turned on? Like, How how does it collect the data to be put all into one spot? Carl, you want to go ahead and take this one? Yeah, so we, uh, folks like Casey can analyze different types of data, uh, whether that's how often it's accessed. So we do have a Google integration, which uh, allows uh, folks like Casey to have visibility across the breadth of different tools that are being used so they can see how often these different tools are being used and by which teachers and students. And then we have something called impact, which, uh, which is our, uh, rapid cycle evaluation technology where, uh, you know, utilization data provided, uh, by Mayan or, uh, directly, uh, via Casey, they can analyze that data quickly to run those analyses. Now, I would, I would imagine, sorry. That's okay. I I do want to say that my favorite part about it is that because we use the platform, I can access the usage data anytime, basically, right? I export that out and I can also access the student data. So when my superintendent says, Hey, Casey, I need you to be here for a meeting at three. I can run that report really quickly. I don't have to wait for anybody else. It's really totally hinging on my processing that data. I, I pop the data in and in, Two minutes, I have this impact analysis. 
it's easy to see that somebody like Casey in a district of hundreds of, of schools out there, right? Like all these different teachers, all these different reports, this seems like the perfect platform for her to help get what she needs. Is this something that a school district with maybe three or four buildings, maybe a, yeah. a thousand or two students? I mean, is this going to be something that can scale both large and for small districts? We work closely with small, medium and large districts. Um, in fact, uh, of course, the bulk of our clients are smaller districts because that's what most districts are. Um, there aren't as many medium and large districts, of course. But if you're a, a three-school, four-school district under 10,000 students, you're still trying to get, you know, get your hands around all the different tools that are available and to be able to organize for your 100 or 250 teachers, you know, what's approved and do that as an individual, especially in those smaller districts where you have fewer, uh, fewer staff in the central office. Uh, it's, you, you know, it's just as much a game uh, changer for them because they can organize, streamline and analyze in a way that they're not going to have. Uh, maybe the the uh, staff that, uh, you know, that Casey or even large districts would have. So we had already said that we can just, you know, go to learnplatform.com for a teacher, sign up. Um, can you talk a little bit about the pricing structure? How does it work for small districts, large districts? Sure, I'm glad to. Um, uh, it's free for individual teachers. As I mentioned earlier, they can sign up for free. And we do have a free license and a bunch of resources available for free at learnplatform.com for any education organization for subscription difference. And it basically boils down to 199 to 399 uh, per district or per school building. That's really good. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, ex it's a huge return on investment for most schools and districts. Our districts, whether they're small, medium, or large, tell us that they're getting nine to 12 X return mm -hmm. uh, in savings, both in staff efficiency in student data privacy, you know, uh, you know, liability risk mitigation, and then in just in identifying products that they're paying for and maybe not using as much as they expected to. We've talked a little bit about how teachers can use this. We've talked about administration. Does this have any impact on the parents other than school districts and, you know, spending less money and stuff like that. Is this something that the parents need to be worried or concerned or I'm not even sure the right question here, but is there something? There's certainly a parent view. I think uh, Casey could probably speak to this. She and the district and union, just like all the districts we work with care deeply about student uh, safety, student data privacy and security. And so when uh, districts and schools set those approved products or uh, their alignment with student data privacy limits, there's actually a built-in view for parents. No additional activity is needed by KC or teachers, but parents can see which products are being used in their classroom, school, or district, uh, which gives them more comfort and actually helps the district be compliant with laws like FERPA and some other regulations. So a parent can see which applications are using, but can the parent dive in to see their students' accounts? That, uh, so, uh, no, not through Learn Platform. That's up to the product company. Uh, there are certainly a number of products uh, 
that are designed specifically, for example, for parents to see student work or what have you. But through our system, they're complying by telling, uh, they're complying with FERPA and other regulations by giving parents visibility to which tools are being used uh, and uh, for what purpose and any sort of privacy or details uh, that are required. Casey, maybe you, I know you've worked a lot on student data privacy, uh, both in union and around the country. Yes. And that's, that's, you, you couldn't have said it better, Carl, just kind of that transparency. And the only thing I would add to that is sometimes we have parents who want to know what apps are being used and what tools, like what can my child do at home to brush up on their math or what can they do at home to, you know, in some of their free time or rather than free time on their device, what can, what tools can we use? And so having that list available for parents as well to say, here's the list of things that your student has access to that they are free to, to use whenever they would like. We're talking to Carl Rectanus and Casey Rimmer all about Learn Platform, a fantastic solution for any school district out there looking to, to take hold and learn more about how to best implement educational technology in their school districts. Casey, before we wrap up here, I want to talk a little bit about teacher training. I'm assuming that this helps really round out how professional development is created, thought about, and given in your school district, especially for the size that it is. Absolutely. So what we do is every quarter or um, a couple times a year, we ask teachers for feedback through the product, right? So we solicit their feedback. We say, how are things going with this product? How often are you using it? What students are you using it with? Which populations? What kind of instruction are you using it for? And then we can look at those those responses from the district and we can base our professional needs and our plan for how we're going to kind of move forward with each of the digital resources that we invest in. That's kind of what we look at in order to move forward with our professional development. Carl, it seems like a, a fantastic platform. I'm going to say it again, free for teachers to sign up. You can, of course, go over to learnplatform.com. Um, just to kind of in closing here, Carl, any last words or anything that you'd like to share with teachers that really say this is just an awesome platform that anybody has to come over here and try? You, you know, uh, I think uh, I'm a family full of educators. I was an uh, educator you know, we built this because I know that teachers every day are learning about what's working best for their students. Our teachers are the best, um, you, you know, the best scientists around how we're driving student achievement. And what drove me crazy as a school building administrator is that insight and feedback was lost into the ether. The second, you know, they, uh, they didn't have a chance to share it with others. And so Learn Platform not only gives them a chance to, in a research-based way, share their expertise with their peers and help the country move forward with the type of blending and personalizing of learning that we want. Um, I, I guess one thing I would say, like, it's both empowering to me. The other thing is we have partnered with folks. So teachers actually earn points and rewards on our system for sharing their experience. So not only is it free for them, you know, Amazon gift cards and other things uh, come through uh, as they share that expertise and they learn from each other. So there are other benefits too. Casey, what do you think? Anybody out there that's kind of either in that educational technology profession or some form of, you know, being in charge of the decision-making process, what advice would you have for them when it comes to checking out and, and really making that decision for Learn Platform? 
I think learn, learn really helps us kind of determine what, what our perceptions are and what our reality is. And it helps us kind of make informed decisions. And remember when we used to have textbook committees and they would spend 12 months evaluating resources before we purchased a textbook that we would use for a long time. And somewhere along the way, I think we kind of lost touch with that, that huge process of evaluating resources to purchase for our students. And because it's just such a fast moving it's a, such a fast moving environment that we were like, oh, that's a good tool. We need to take it. But we need to kind of find a balance. And I think that in a really busy time when a lot of people have a lot of things going on, that Learn Platform really kind of helps us to manage all that and to really evaluate the tools that we're purchasing and make the best decisions for kids. I'll, I'll, I'll end it here with you, Carl. What resources does Learn Platform have for teachers that are looking to learn more about this? Obviously, we can go to the website, learnplatform.com. What else can we expect to find over there that'll help us make our decisions? So uh, at learnplatform.com, I encourage folks to take a look at our resource center. Uh, we're not just educators and technologists. We're researchers. So uh, you'll find things like uh, a research-based rubric uh, that highlights the eight most important criteria for teachers when they try by and use these tools. Uh, they will see case studies and examples of how other schools, districts, and teachers are leveraging the system to streamline their process. And uh, they'll find visibility to uh, our Google uh, integration, which is totally free. It takes about five minutes to turn on. And when they do that, every time they go to any of the 5,000 products in our library, it will light up. And if they click on uh, that, they will see the grade for the product. They will be able to share their experience. They'll be able, able to ask other teachers a question right from their browser to streamline, uh, to save teachers time. So they can find all that at the resource center at learnplatform.com. And that wraps up this episode of the TeacherCast podcast. We, of course, wish to thank Carl and Casey for their time and sharing with us the great platform that is Learn Platform. We hope you have a chance to go over to learnplatform.com and check it out. We also hope you have a moment to check out the brand new TeacherCast.net. Lots of great things that are happening over there. Brand new podcasts such as EdTech in the Classroom, a brand new show that is designed to help you choose the best technology for your classrooms. We also hope that you take a moment on Wednesday nights at 8.30 Eastern and check out the live Tech Educator Podcast. We've got some great topics coming up for the months of April and May. Don't miss it. And of course, the big news is today we found out that we are going to ISTE. At the beginning of July, we have the ISTE conference. It is going to be a fantastic time out there in Chicago. We hope to see you. We will certainly be broadcasting out there check it out. On behalf of everybody there on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.